KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on the Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of The Wall Street Journal. Boris Yelnikov is the prolix geezer played by Larry David in Woody Allen's Whatever Works. He was once a world-class physicist teaching string theory at Columbia, but the only string he strums now is misanthropy. Let me tell you right off, I'm not a likable guy, Boris says. He says it straight to the camera, and it's the first thing he says in the trailer, which should get an award for truth in advertising. He's a nihilist, a fatalist. On the whole, he says we're a failed species. And deep in the woody grain, an anhedonist who can't enjoy the extended pleasure of a beautiful woman's company. The role was originally written in the 1970s for the late Zero Mostel, and the clear calculation was that the right actor would make Boris borderline lovable in spite of himself. But Larry David is not the right actor. He can be an amusing scold, and he's certainly a master of the world-class narcissism that makes Curb Your Enthusiasm a special pleasure on TV. Still, he hasn't brought the performance skills or the emotional variety to sustain a feature film. So this new act wears thin and turns creepy as Boris constantly berates a sweetly innocent young runaway named Melody after taking her in. She's played by Evan Rachel Wood, and after she buys into his love affair with Doom, the movie finally comes around to a wry celebration of life that includes Melody's eccentric parents, but on the whole, it's pretty joyless. Whatever works really doesn't. At one point in the proposal, Sandra Bullock shakes the handlebars of her runaway bicycle and says frantically, why are you not stopping? Stop, stop. At more than one point in this wheeze of a romantic comedy, I wanted to shake her and say the same thing. Why is she demeaning herself with such shoddy stuff? She's a talented woman with a faithful following. She's made formula films of varying quality before, and her fans may well swallow this one, but it's a formula for disappointment laced with dismay. The movie begins as a variation on The Devil Wears Prada. Instead of a tyrannical New York fashion editor, Bullock is a tyrannical New York book editor, Margaret, with a downtrodden male assistant. His name is Andrew, and he's played very pleasantly by Ryan Reynolds. The precipitating plot device is simple, arbitrary, and dumb. Margaret, a citizen of Canada, is about to be deported for a visa violation. Who knew La Migra was cracking down on illegal Canadians? To solve her immigration problem, the editor orders her assistant to marry her. He agrees grudgingly, but only if she'll fly off with him on a weekend visit to visit his family— his wealthy family, as it turns out, in Sitka, Alaska. The Sitka setting is a smart device. It provides gorgeous backgrounds to distract from foreground silliness that involves Andrew turning the tables, now he's the boss, and Margaret finding herself a flounder out of water. Trouble is, his dislike for her is far more plausible and justified than the love that soon overcomes him. Ryan Reynolds is engaging beyond the call of duty, and Betty White has a few charming moments as Andrew's nonagenarian Grandma Annie. Yet Sandra Bullock stoops to be conquered by such dismal comic interludes as a ritual dance and chant with Grandma Annie in the woods, a slapstick nude-ish scene with Andrew and a lap dance with a smarmy male exhibitionist. 
Stop, stop. I'm Joe Morgenstern, and I'll be back on KCRW next week with more reviews. KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on the Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.